Shulchan Arach Harav. In the previous year, we began Simen Samachta, section 69, which discusses the laws of Poides al Shema. For the sake of clarity, we will begin the halacha again. Halacha Aleph. Meish, Bnei Adam Shispalu, Kolachad Bifneatzme Biyach, the Belisham, the Kadish, 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 Let's say several people davened individually and heard neither Kaddish nor Kedusha because they, did they didn't daven with a minion. So then one of them should stand up and say Kaddish. And uh, we should point out that as a prerequisite for reciting Kaddish, the Shliach Tzibur should first recite a few verses of Tehillim in the presence of the rest of the congregation. Okay. So, should stand up and say Kaddish and Baruchu, and the first of the blessings preceding the Shema, that's the, the Bracha Yetzer Ar, a second time. In other words, they all said that Bracha on their own. Now it should be said a second time in the presence of a minion. And the remainder of the congregation should listen and respond Amen. Not that I've said this in parentheses for the reason explained in section 57. And the intent seems to be without the Rebbe there in Section six, uh, 57, Halacha Gimel. Now, the Rebbe says that the Shliach Tzibur must also repeat Baruch Hashem after the congregation shows, not to exclude himself from the collective. In other words, the congregation says Baruch Hashem Baruch Levad, and the, the one leading repeats, repeats it after they do. Others have suggested that it's possible that a printing error crept into Al Rebbe's text. And the intent is actually section 55, Allah Zion 7, without the Rebbe says like this, that if, however, the Shadach Tibur is repeating Shemunasri aloud, one must ensure that nine people are listening and responding, Amen, lest his blessings be recited in vain. Okay. Now, this practice of somebody getting up, in other words, after people daven the loan, and then one person getting up when they have a minion, and saying, uh, Kaddish and Baruch Hu, and the, the first bracha before Shema, the bracha Yitzar, that's called being Poides al Shema. Poides, Mulshain Chasicha. So the verb shares the, the root of Kamei Prusa. The, the verb shares the root of Prusa, which means a piece, as in the word meaning a slice. For one is saying only part of the blessings of the Shema. So the phrase means saying part of the blessings of the Shema, poides al Shema, that's what it means. After the blessing Yetzirah has been completed, he should say the first two brachas of Shema Asrei, which is, Avais Ugvudis, the blessing that recalls the patriarchs, and the one that recalls Hashem's might. And this is the, the, the names Avais and Gvudis are names that are given in the Gemara. Then he should say the Kedusha, and the blessing beginning at the Kaddish. And the Shliach Tzibur is called the one who goes over and stands before the Ark. Zanikra Oiver Lifnei Hateva. So this is the person that is leading the congregation. And it actually applies even if the person is not necessarily standing before the Ark. It's just describing the person who leads. Now these practices may not be observed if fewer than 10 people are present. For they are considered Dvarim Shebe Gedusha, which we have explained um, what those are, holy matters that may only be recited in the presence of a minion.
Now, the listeners are permitted to go um, their ways after Kedusha. So in other words, al here is implying that Kaddish is not said after Shemana Esrei. As soon as the Shliach Tzibor, in this case, who's being Perish Al Shema, finishes the Bracha at the Kaddish, and they all say Amen, so they could leave. However, the one who stands before the Ark must complete the entire Shemana Esrei, even though he already said it privately, because the recitation of Shemana Esrei may not be interrupted. It does not resemble the blessings of the Shema, in which one may make an interruption. And in the above case of Pedish Shema, one says only the Bracha Yetzar, since he has already said Shema and its blessings. The reason for this distinction is that the blessings of the Shema do not have a binding order. In other words, the order in which they are said is not an absolute requisite. Since they are not linked to each other to the extent that they must be said in a certain sequence, an interruption between them is permitted if one has already fulfilled his obligation. By contrast, the blessings of Shemana have a specific sequence which the sages ordained for the recitation. If one changed that sequence, he must return to the beginning and say the brachas in order, for they are all linked to each other in the sequence set out by the sages. Therefore, once a person began saying some of them, he must complete them all in their specified sequence, even though he has already fulfilled his obligation. So if he's being paitis al Shema, and he's doing what people call a haicha, he's saying part of Shemana out loud, until Atta Kodesh. So then, he's, he quietly concludes the rest of Shemana Esrei. And as for the listeners, as we mentioned, they can leave right after he finishes the Bracha Atta Kodesh and they say Amen. This concludes today's share.